are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today we have some very exciting news to talk about as the Flames go on to snap their three-game losing streak after they shut out the number one Toronto Maple Leafs. What changed? And we will find out coming up next here on Locked on Flames. But first, be sure to subscribe for free and follow this podcast for free wherever you get your favorite podcast apps so you never miss an episode, your team every day. I was so excited to wake up this morning and not look back on game notes and see disappointment. (laughs) It uh, was very exciting to look at some remarkable game plays and milestones that the Flames had reached last night. But before the game started, it was announced that Markstrom would not be playing as it was expected, and Riddick would in fact be dressing for the game. And there were conflicting reports there saying Riddick knew... um, Sunday, and then there were some reports saying he knew after morning skate on Monday. So we're not really sure what happened, but Markstrom is day-to-day with a lower body injury. I guess that carrying the team on his back has finally caught up to him. Sam Bennett scored the first goal of the game. I was unfortunately working during most of the first period, and I didn't have a chance to watch it live until the second, but very nice to see him do that. Every time he does something positive or, you know, just sticks it to Jeff Ward a little bit, and I'm still not over him being benched sort of thing, I just imagine that every good thing he does is just kind of a big F you to Jeff Ward, and I'm sure that Bennett has the same feeling as well. But it was a big night for our friend Matthew Kachuk, who ended his 10-game scoreless streak and scored the second goal of the night, which would be his 100th career goal. Congratulations, Matthew. I think that that is very exciting and very positive and something to really build off of. Sean Monaghan was back in the lineup after missing two games, and he scored the third goal. And I just, I'm very, I was very impressed with the way that the team played last night and not only offensively, but I think the defense played well and everything just kind of looked (laughs) like quite literally the same page of the book. You know, there was no one two pages ahead or a whole book behind or a chapter behind or anything like that. It was nice to see David Riddick get his first win since February 25th of 2020 back in Boston. This was his first, sorry, I lied, his fourth career shutout and his first since uh, November of 2019. So, you know, Again, something really positive to build off of, and it's great to see Riddick stop. I think he had, um, obviously, a shutout, but 
it was 34 shots that he stopped. And that's very impressive, especially from a guy who, you know, hasn't seen a lot of game time and playing time this season against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I think a lot of people were kind of worried about, uh, you know, kind of Jake Muzzin and Matthew Kachuk drama reigniting, but Kachuk was not faced with any of that as Jake Muzzin has a fractured bone in his face, so he would not be seeing any playing time. I thought that it was great. It was a solid effort from the team. 33 shots on goal, 2 for 5 on the power play, which is always lovely to see. But my one downside is the fact that they still had 14 minutes in the penalty box. I just I don't think that that is necessarily a good thing. I mean, yes, congrats, you still scored on the power play and uh, you know, your PK was able to fight everything off, but it's just it's not worth the risk, especially when we see them take early penalties and that's where they fall behind and we just we don't want to see things like that. It is not worth it. But coming up next, I want to talk about this narrative surrounding Johnny Gaudreau because this is one of the first times I think I've ever talked about it on the podcast after hosting for a year. So I really just kind of like to sit down and, you know, kind of give my thoughts on it. But first, a word from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family-owned business and an easy-to-navigate website. RockAuto.com has all the car parts your car or truck will ever need. And if you are looking for something for the professional level or, you know, a more do-it-yourselfer kind of guy uh, or gal, they have it. And it's not going to fluctuate in price, kind of like, uh, you know, the airline tickets uh, when the market, you know, the ebbs and flows and things like that. RockAuto.com has everything you need at a reliably low price. And you can head on over to RockAuto.com and put um, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com locked on flames continues don't forget to follow me over on twitter at just belmosto one of the only things i really knew about the flames before i started covering them quite literally a year ago (laughs) was uh the johnny gaudreau rumors now I never knew if there was any truth to them or anything like that. I kind of just always assumed that there was some truth to the rumors and speculation, but nothing was being done, so maybe there quite literally wasn't any truth to them, because I'm sure that if a player wants to leave that badly, a deal will get done and things will change. But I just, I can't believe that it's taken me really this long to address it. I feel like because the rumors have started flying again, I wanted to talk about it. But no matter how many times this rumor is squashed or debunked, ruled out, eliminated, anything like that, it just keeps coming back. And I don't know 
why. Now, uh, uh, yes, I do. It generates clicks. It generates viewership and things like that that generate money. And this media business is all about those monies. But Eric Francis seems to be the one that is really spewing it constantly. He has been speculating and spewing that he isn't re-signing here and you know, going on Twitter saying that uh, don't be surprised when he doesn't re-sign, when he walks, when there's no extension talks, anything like that. And he went on to 960 and he was checked. He, you know, someone, I don't know who it is and I unfortunately can't listen uh, live or anything like that because I'm not local, but... I wish I uh, had the clip, but somebody literally asked him, asked Eric Francis if this was fact and had, you know, sources and things like that, or if this was his opinion. And Francis kind of said, oh, well, you know, it's my opinion. But the, the issue here is the delivery. Everything he says, he presents it as a fact. And I, you know, I can come on here and say, oh, it's cold outside. It's absolutely freezing. There is, you know, no truth to it being sunny and warm out. Okay, but in reality, it could be 75 degrees out, and, you know, like, that's just my opinion, but I don't know. I just, I'm very happy to see that somebody checked him, and I feel like every media market sort of has an Eric Francis and things like that, but I I really think that the narratives have just run wild and they will run wild anywhere but it's important to remember that the players can speak for themselves and remember who's reporting on the issues and what kind of reputation they have now i'm not saying that we need to discredit everything that he reports or believe so and so over this person and that but i would just Again, take everything with a grain of salt. It's a contract year. He's doing amazing. Things like that. You know, I just... It's hard. (laughs) I think that it's, you know, obviously very easy to get wrapped up in that kind of talk and, you know, want to speculate and shut that down. But at the same time, you have to remember, like this is a business and things are going to change until the ink is dry and that check is officially written. But coming up next, we are going to talk about some post-game quotes and stats. But first, we are going to talk about our friends at AG. Whether you are a sports betting veteran or a newbie, Bet Online AG has it all for you. There's basketball, there's hockey, there's college sports, you name it, they have it. Bet Online AG has it all for you. And you can head on over to sign up and create a free account and earn a 50% deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. And apply it to your first deposit. So that's a 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on. Bet Online AG, your online sportsbook expert. 
One of my favorite things about the Flames is the fact that they all have a personality and whether that be a social media personality, on the ice personality, or post-game, I think it's really great to see. Um, Also, before I completely forget, congratulations to Rasmus Anderson and his lovely girlfriend or wife, I'm so sorry, I believe her name's Tessa. Um, they are welcoming their first or expecting their first child and already looking forward to all the dad content that we get there. But like I was saying, the flames have personality and I love hearing their little snippets and just those one liners and things like that. So I was on Twitter earlier today and I was looking at athletic writer Haley uh, Salvian, Salvian's Twitter, <laughs> and I just kind of wanted to run down through some notes and quotes of hers. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Jacob Markstrom will be evaluated on a day-to-day basis. I also saw something that said he's on a day-to-day basis for a while, and I, I don't necessarily know what that means. <laughs> um, if If that's the case, then... Um, you know, fingers crossed, and you really hope that he's able to rest and take care of himself. Um, Elias Lindholm, guys, he <laughs> he played over 27 minutes on Monday night, and he actually leads the team with average time on ice, and I believe that that is at 29 minutes. Let me double check that. I'm so sorry. I thought I had it written down, but I lied because I had tweeted about it instead. He is with 21 minutes and 39 seconds. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, <laughs> he has 17 points in 19 games, which I think is so impressive and criminally underrated, but David Riddick earned his first win since last year, and Matthew Kachuk said he was feeling it there, he was confident, he was calm, just everything you want to see from a goalie. I can't say enough great things about him and his play this year. That's so nice. (laughs) You know, uh, Riddick has come in to save their asses a few times, and I he, he holds down the fort after things get a little out of hand. So it was nice to see the Flames win a game for him. And I hate to say, oh, it was needed. But <laughs> last night was truly needed for the Flames. Uh, Sam Bennett had a quote that just it made me laugh. Uh, he says, let me tell you, it felt good. It's not fun chasing games constantly. Well, buddy, can I just tell you how disappointing it is? And frustrating it is <laughs> to try to write a post-game recap when all y'all are doing is losing. <laughs> but, you know, it's really nice to see the Flames earn two more points and hopefully work their way back into the playoff picture. It's always very encouraging to see your team succeed against a very successful and talented team. Austin Matthews' point streak came to an end last night, and I cannot describe, begin to describe how much joy that brings me. But coming up tomorrow, I will have your pregame notes 
and some updates and from anything else going around in the league. I think tomorrow's going to be, um, you know, more of a quiet day until the Flames and Leafs face off once again. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Flames, and I look forward to seeing you all on Twitter and chatting with you tomorrow. Bye-bye.